Today's episode is going to be rated R, but in like a PG-13 fashion. Makes sense? Topic R. Delivery PG-13. Okay? So just know that getting into it. Today we're going to discuss the difference between the B word and the C word. And if you don't know which words I'm talking about, then um, this podcast may not be for you in the first place. Maybe come back tomorrow. You know, we'll do new Ask My Mom. Uh, but can you, as a woman, if you've ever been called the C word, like can you go back to the moment you were called that word? Because today – Back in 2010, we actually asked that same exact question to women. And these stories, kind of horrifying, with a moment Kramer history today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy July the 20th is today. Happy to have you here. This is a podcast, a daily podcast, by the way. So hope you'll keep coming back. Uh, based in three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. You know, they say chivalry is dead, but I feel like sometimes chivalry becomes too big for itself and we're almost overusing it. Um, to the female benefit. And if you're new to our podcast, you should know that I am uh, massive into women's rights, mm-hmm. uh, equality, mm-hmm. fairness for all. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like chivalry is used as like a <laughs> get out of jail free card. <laughs> I'm not even that. But like <laughs> I deserve a benefit because I am a woman. And I want to I want to run the scenario past you. And see what you think about this. Okay. So I am. Uh, I'm going to Utah coming up uh, this week, right? So mm-hmm. I'm leaving Thursday night, mm-hmm. and we will have full shows. By the way, this week I will be gone. Um, I'll be gone all next week, and I'm staying with two other females. So it's me and two other females, and we're staying in a like a kind of a tiny cabin. It's uh-huh. like one space, pretty mm-hmm. basic space. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cheap shocker. Uh, but so keep in mind, three of us mm-hmm. cabin has two beds, two, uh, twin beds mm-hmm. and a couch. Uh-huh. This couch does not look to be very comfortable. <laughs> now, uh, what, what, what is one supposed to do when you've got three people, two good options mm-hmm. for where, where you could sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one like crappy option, right? Mm-hmm. So we were planning our trip over the weekend and I had to bring up like, well, who's going to sleep in, in what bed? Uh-huh. You know, like who's, who's where? And like, well, <laughs> Who gets the sofa? Yeah, because we did a, a, like a group uh, FaceTime to uh-huh. try to get everything planned. And so I asked him like, so who's, you know, because I don't, I don't even really know what to be fair. Now, here's what you need to know about me. Terrible sleeper. Not a good sleeper. Not my strong suit is sleeping. I wish it was. I'm not a good sleeper at all. Um, I am. I, I so I I didn't really know. Like, I don't think that I should have to, like to totally get the bed, mm-hmm. but get a bed. But like, mm-hmm. I just feel like since I'm a bad sleeper, I mean, it might be mm-hmm. might be beneficial because if I don't sleep, I get cranky, and y'all don't want me cranky on this trip. Mm-hmm. So the the rationale they apparently had already talked about it and they just said well since you're the guy we thought (laughs) you should sleep on the couch and i was like (laughs) what (laughs) 
Like what? Oh. What kind of what kind of mathematics is that? <laughs> like I'm listen, I'm down for like opening the door for you, but like y'all want me to sleep on the uncomfortable just because I'm a guy, I gotta sleep on the damn couch. Um Mom, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Because now it's become like a thing, <laughs> and I'm not going to let up until I'm not sleeping on the couch. I'll post a picture, by the way, of where I actually do end up sleeping. I'll, well, I don't actually I don't think I get any service out there. It said Airbnb gets like no service. Yeah. Um, well, in the old days, it would have been no question the women would have had the beds, but now. Um, but why? Why even back? See, I just don't know that we can use chivalry for everything. <laughs> because that's the way it was. But men, what does that mean? Were always, was they were always more gracious to the women. That's just the well, way it why? was. Like why? Just do because I, that was just the culture. You were you were taught to be a gentleman, man. And being a gentleman that meant that you always do everything to please a woman. Okay. <laughs> Seems seems unfair. But so, do you think nowadays that still applies? I don't think so. I mean, if they had if they had more sheets and you could change the sheets, because I personally wouldn't want to sleep on somebody else's sheets. But um, you know, you all could alternate, right? Not a bad idea. Yeah, just go round and round. I don't know that there would be extra sheets, but it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I just don't know that just because I'm the guy, that means I have to give up. Right. It is my yeah. civic duty as a male. Yeah. Since I was born with a penis, I must <laughs> forego a good night's sleep. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah. I would just, just, I mean, if y'all didn't mind out. sleeping on each other's sheets, I would just, I would just swap beds. I would just no, rotate. I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like the person that's like sleeps the hardest should sleep on the couch. Cause there are mm-hmm. some people they can just literally – they can sleep standing up. Well, I can did, literally y'all, just, did y'all talk about that? No, I was just thinking about that right now because I've was. Yeah. i like, been trying to think of like what's the fair way to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and no one, I, no one volunteered to take the sofa. Yeah. So I'm like, well, to me <laughs> as I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, what is – I think the person that sleeps the hardest should be the one that takes the couch because mm-hmm. then you can – won't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like it won't really make a difference. You you could literally be sleeping outside on the on the rocks and you'd right. still you still get just a good night's sleep, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. If I sound like an ill chivalrous and <laughs> a non chivalrous person, <laughs> let me know. But I just don't think just because you're a woman means you have automatically the bed. Like we can figure yeah. out we can draw straws or something. But I don't, I just don't think just our our genders Mm-hmm. Um, specify who gets what, you know? I think you just rotate. Y'all are there for several days, right? Yeah. That's, that may be the best way to do it. Or yeah. whoever sleeps the hardest. I'll figure yeah. it out. How about whoever gets the drunkest? Oh, then you they know. Because they both drink. They can just pass out. Then you know who will get the bed. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Um, so I don't have any updates on the IRS situation that I was talking about yesterday. To be completely transparent, this is actually still the same day. <laughs> Uh, we're recording all out of sorts this week because I won't be here. So we've recorded a couple things out of real time. So I don't know the latest on that. I'm dying as we're sitting here recording this. This is about 30 minutes after we first talked about it. Still no callback from my CPA. Uh, but it's, I'm hoping to have maybe by Thursday show. That should be back to real time. Um, we should hopefully have some info. Mm-hmm, um, I hope so. Okay. 
Okay, mom, we'll do our, our regular Wednesday mom tent for today. So mom tent is where my mom, when we first started this show, she used to get all these newsletters and go to all these websites and she'd forward me all this. I mean, just like tons of stuff like every day. And I was like, you know what? It's nice. It's really nice. But um, how about just once a week, mom, you can decide whatever you want. Your favorite thing from the internet that week you can bring to the show and we'll call it mom tent. So it's, we've been doing this. God. Has this, been, has this been on since our first couple episodes? I feel like, mm, yeah, I don't know. At least the first time. couple of months, man. We've been doing mom tent yeah, for a long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. I think actually, ask my mom is probably the longest running thing that we've done. That is, yeah, we've been doing that thing since the first first yeah, week or pretty, so. Pretty quick, yeah, yeah. Quick so anyway, uh, mom tent. Let's do our mom tent for the week, mom. What you got? Okay, it's from Reddit. Ask women, and it's about uh, women sharing their favorite things about getting older. That definitely applies to me. I'm pushing 70. Um, Self-acceptance. For the longest time, I have tried to fit in, but now I'm so done. I have taken the road to self-discovery, and I'm trying to be kind and loving to myself. So let me explain this in case you don't know how Reddit works. Basically, somebody can post a topic. And then people comment. So my mom now is going through the comments, reading yeah. the ones that she likes. Yes, exactly. Um, self-acceptance. Yeah, yes. man. Like, I mean, I can't speak mm. for a woman, but I can mm. – uh, first off, do you agree with that, mom? Does oh, it kind absolutely. Of- I mean, for forever I put all of you, Jim, my work, everything ahead of me. And no, not anymore. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> now we're at the back. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Now everything I've else learned comes to take us, care no. of myself and how important that is. Well, I think I thought it, it said self acceptance. Is it not self acceptance? Uh-huh. Yeah. Self-acceptance. I thought self acceptance is like what I got from that was talking about like tired of like trying to keep up with everything. Like, okay, so maybe oh, well, I'm yeah, not that's look what like, they're saying. I've tried to fit in, but now I'm not, I'm so done. Yeah, yeah. I don't try to fit in. I mean, but I've always been pretty comfortable with who I am. I Man, haven't I'm, really had that problem. But. I think that that works for both male and female because mm-hmm. I I really I could not care less. I could yeah. not care less. You know, in even in San Diego, like I I wanted to like keep up with the Joneses a little bit, and like I, <laughs> it's honestly my biggest fear about going back to San Diego is mm-hmm. I just don't know that I'm going to be able to relate to some people that I used to. Be around yeah. anymore because yeah, I just don't. I just don't care. I don't care if I have the newest mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I have the best this or the most expensive that. I just don't care anymore. You know. Yes. And like yeah. I'm just accepted who I am too. You know, like you know, no matter what, I'm never gonna have like a Zac Efron body. And like I'm working <laughs> no on, matter, but uh, not hard, hard enough. Not, not as hard mm-hmm. as Zac Efron works at it. No. <laughs> and it shows. Uh, mm-hmm. So okay, next one. Perspective. You gain so much perspective through your experiences. Learn what is important and what is not important. That's so true. And I think you're already seeing that now. That does that does start, you know, in, in your late 30s, early 40s. For me, it did. Um, because you've got you've got some history to look back on. And you and you look back at things that seemed so important to you that that really aren't. You really yeah. get in touch with the things that, you know, your core values, if you will. <laughs> like every 10 years, I feel like you can look back and like, mm-hmm. let's think. So when I was 29. I don't even know what was important to me. I don't even know. But like, mm-hmm. let me see. 29, where would I have been? Was I in San Diego at that point? No. Uh, 
You were still in Arizona, weren't you? Uh, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. So I don't um, – it's just funny how like things – the importance of things totally change as you – you know, perspective of like the, the things that are important for sure change, you know, like I'm kind of going through that right now with just life and what's really, you know, where my, where my priorities are, which wouldn't have been the same as they were 10 years ago. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I know this is for women, but yeah, I'm going to hop well, in yeah. here. That's true. <laughs> I think, I, I, I mean, so far true. have worked it's both ways. All of us. Yeah, yeah. I think all of these would really, um, I'm not worried anymore about what other people think of me. Yeah, and and this person says, "No, this doesn't apply to me. I don't feel the need to act appreciative of cat calls or other unwanted malattention." Well, well I've never really been appreciative. Wait, of that. what did that say? Say it again. I don't feel the need to act appreciative of cat calls oh. or other <laughs> unwanted like, oh God, malattention. Thank you so much. But, oh, yeah, so nice. I've never. Yeah. No, I've never felt that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what I've else? I've had a few though, but no. Yeah, okay, never, okay, mom. Never appreciative of them uh, way more comfortable in my body uh, legit never thought I would wear proper shorts in public in the summer I have three real pairs and wear them constantly I noticed God, that I about, ha- my, about myself that when Maggie and I went to the spa this time I didn't think twice about putting on my swimsuit and I yeah. used to be like oh gosh I don't have a 25 year old body I can't go out in a swimsuit yeah, I feel like that's gotten a lot better with my friends too. Maybe not perfect, mm-hmm. but I just feel like thirties uh, starts to trans. Maybe because everybody starts having kids or whatever. But it's just your body just changes, you know. Like mm-hmm. I'm way more comfortable with my body now than I was, you know, ten years ago. I think that you just it comes down to a level of like I honestly don't care. Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I just don't care. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Right, let's do two more. It's not. It's not important. Um, being more confident and understanding myself better, knowing I don't have to rely on anybody. Mm -hmm. That's a big milestone right there. Mm -hmm. Knowing that, you know, I mean, I have Jim to, to love me and support me, but I don't have to rely on him. Yeah. I'm really more self-assured and confident in my own being. I'll try being single for four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, you've learned that lesson. I mean, honestly, it's the, the greatest gift I think I ever gave to myself. Uh-huh. I swear to God, is becoming, you know, learning how to become independent. I don't think I ever knew how to really do life by myself. That's right. I mean, obviously, I still don't know how to do my taxes, uh, but <laughs> I am way more um, – I don't know. I just have a, a way different sense of – my mom was just like, mean, you, you see her, you know? And then mm-hmm. I went to college and I kind of had Abby mm-hmm. <laughs> who kind of acted like, that's my, one of my friends slash roommates from college. And she kind of acted maternal towards me. Right. Mm-hmm. She would cook dinner for us and do our lawn. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was like, it was like mm-hmm. the best, the best thing ever, but I never really like, like learned those skills. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then I just kind of had all these relationships where I just didn't really, I don't know, but now I just don't get me wrong codependency can be a lot easier (laughs) (laughs) in some ways there are definitely some points where i'm like it would be nice to have someone to do some laundry around here because i know the laundry pile is is full it's no one else's fault but my own (laughs) for Uh, sure that 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 whole thing can get pretty um pretty full 
looking pretty, pretty full. Um, but yeah, for sure. Okay, one yeah. more, Mom. Pretty sure all the fear that was fed to me about how terrible getting older is was all lies made up to try and get me to buy face cream or something. <laughs> getting older is the bee's knees. I don't know that expression. That's like, you know, it's it, it, whatever, whatever you want to use there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like my age. I like being older. I'm, you know, do you I'm think you like it? Do you, do you think every, let's just we'll use, use 10 years as an increment. Do you feel like every 10 years you like being that age better than you were the 10 years before? Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And why is that? I because I, 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 again, like I, I, what, like, listen, thirties has kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up and down kicked my ass like Mm -hmm. just demolished me as a human literally Mm -hmm. um but i still would rather be 39 and 29 yeah just this level of confidence the more i know about myself Mm -hmm. so then i'm kind of excited for 49 even though like i'm like dreading getting into my 40s just because again Mm -hmm. that same thing i'm like oh no you're getting old yeah um i don't I don't know. I just, I, again, take your age, subtract 10. Would you rather be that age again? Or would you rather be where you are now? I just feel like everything that we were fed of, like you need to look young. Do you need to stay young? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I just feel way more confident now than I would have 10 years ago, even though society may have put a different value. And I'm not for men shit. I feel like ours kind of goes up with time, but yeah. Um, anyway, that was a list for women that I just completely mansplained. I feel like all the way through. (laughs) It's okay. It worked. Yeah. All right. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Pablo Picasso. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Mm. Oh, my goodness. That's so true. Because if you know you have gifts and you don't give them away, then they're worthless. But giving Mm -hmm. them away, sharing them with the world brings so much satisfaction to you. And to the people that you share it with. And certainly you and I have both been blessed in that way. Um, I mean, I I knew early on that I had some pastoral gifts that that would serve me well. And um, that proved to be true. And some spiritual gifts that um, have served me well. And I think you know that too. You You've always known that that you wanted to be in radio. You wanted to be a broadcast. <laughs> Why couldn't I, I mean, get an easier have. one? Well, I, just I mean, it's, it's challenging for sure, but I just wish I wish know. it was like you want to be a stable. What's like the world's most stable career? I don't even know, but like that's why mm-hmm. couldn't that be like my mission, my calling? And that's like honestly, what I've had to. That's really what I was in therapy for. Was like, listen, this job kicked my ass, and it has for like twenty years, right? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just hard. It's just a hard, it's very competitive. It's very, um, if y'all understood the way that the radio rating system work, you'd literally be like, what? Like, it's just dumb. It's just a very dumb system of how we get ratings and it makes no sense. But like, that's where my livelihood and stability comes from. It's like from like the world's most broken rating system. And then like, of course, corporations are cutting. It's just like, it's just every day. Cut back, cut back, cut back, cut back, you know? Uh, so it's tough, but I do feel like I have an ability to do this. Mm-hmm. You bring so happiness to and like, joy to other people every yeah, day. I know, I know. And you entertain just, them. And now, now that you've really grown 
um, you you can sh- you've got a platform to share your vulnerability and your life with, and other people have that same opportunity to share that. It's really amazing. It's really quite yeah. amazing that you know you've been able to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that's one thing that like on days where I don't want to keep going, it's like, I, I just feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, uh-huh. I feel like it's probably got to be, I hope that like, you'll take that as well. And like, you'll, you know, um, realize that no matter what, it doesn't even have to be something that you benefit from with financially. Like right. For me, it's like a, it's a career, but yeah. I also find myself freakishly good at getting dogs adopted. I don't uh-huh. know what it is. Yes. And like every, every city I moved to, mm-hmm. it's so funny because every shelter I work with, they're like, I don't know what it is, but like we bring in these dogs that haven't been adopted for months. And then the second that you mm-hmm. talk about it, you know, on the radio, mm-hmm. we get them adopted like that week. Yeah. So like, I don't make money off that, but I feel like it's like my call. Like I have to kind of do it because oh, yeah, it's a wonderful it's, thing to do. Yeah. Saving but like, I know that about life. myself. I don't, and I have this connection mm-hmm. with dogs. That I just feel, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I feel like I have no, I have no other option, but to help get dogs adopted, you right. know, so that there's another non-financial yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. So be looking for, for sure. those gifts that you have, whatever it is, and please don't not do them. Mm-mm. We no. need them. Like we need every single one of your gifts, no matter what it is. You might be a great, uh, you might be super excited about baseball cards or something, but like we need that, you know, like there's somebody that needs, it's just use that gift, that excitement you have about whatever it is in life. I, there's nothing more like, y'all know me, I'm, I'm an introvert. I hate small talk, but mm-hmm. I could sit down across from somebody for like four hours mm-hmm. and, and enjoy every second about talking about their passion with them. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. You know, I don't, yes. I don't want to care. Like, I don't care about your favorite color. I don't care about, mm. I don't care. <laughs> but if, you want, if you'll sit here and like get me excited about whatever mm. it is you get excited about, like mm-hmm. it just, I don't know, makes the world a better place. So think about that mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. What is well, that thing that just drives you? Have, you need to do it. We all have unique gifts and talents and we need to share this with the world because when we do, we're the ones that receive the greatest blessing. It is true. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to do a moment in Kramer history in a little bit. Um, before we do cozy Earth sheets on the podcast today. So thankful for these guys. Thankful because I know you're getting a good night's sleep because of them. Cozy Earth sheets are the world's softest sheets. I will back that up. Not only me, but cozy earth will back it up. They'll let you sleep on these sheets for 100 nights. And if you don't like them, they will literally pay to ship them back. They'll pay to ship them to you for free and they'll pay to ship them back for free. That's how much they believe in it. So like think of it as a trial, you know, hundred mm-hmm. if, if, if what I'm telling you right now is not the absolute truth, send those sheets back. I don't want you to spend a penny on something that you're not as excited about as I am. I, if you're not this excited about your sheets, you know, we've done this commercial for three months now or whatever. I'm still <laughs> like get pumped up because I love nothing. Nothing <laughs> I love so more than great. getting in my bed with the cozy air sheets on. It's just <laughs> oh, Oprah's favorite things for four years in a row. They're made out of bamboo. So they're softer and they're more breathable during these hot summer months. You know, we're seeing record heat waves. London just hit there. What was it? Like unprecedentedly oh. high. Well, it's over a hundred. Uh, yes. Heat wave. Like it's just mm-hmm. hot, man. It's hot this summer. And so yes. if you're sleeping hot, especially if you're, if you're sharing a bed with somebody, God, I, I would tell you, that's the one thing I'm gonna have a hard time. Well, maybe not as much anymore. I just, I, <laughs> I, one of us, some of us, somebody in my bed slept very hot. And so <laughs> it's just like sweating. It's like the cotton just kept all that 
heat and it was just bad man it was just bad mm-hmm. so like if you're sleeping on cotton sheets you don't have to anymore especially for this price we'll get you some luxury sheets for 40 40 off 40 percent off cozyearth.com cozyearth.com try these sheets out for 100 nights and they come with a 10-year warranty and it's a strong 10-year warranty it's not just like oh yeah you know well we're not going to cover this this and this mm-hmm. like if anything happens in those sheets within 10 years they'll give you another set because that's yes. how much they believe in them so that to me is like it's it's solid. It's a solid deal, y'all. 40% off by going to CozyEarth.com. A good way to understand it, too, is to just divide that number by 10, you know? So, like, take your 40% off the price of the sheets. They're more expensive than your regular Target sheets or whatever. But if you realize, oh, my God, for 10 years, do that. You know, you're, you're not going to keep your Target sheets for 10 years. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I got some sheets in my closet right now, like my old sheets. Those lasted maybe two years. So make yes. sure you divide the number by 10. It's going to be, you know, it's it's going to be a couple bucks a month, basically. For you to and, sleep on the world's softest sheets. And immediately when you get them, your hands will tell you the difference. Yeah, you'll I know. Mean, there's, they no, there's no feel doubt. feel so luxurious and then you feel your old sheets. Like when I slept on yours, I, I was like, oh, these are so great. And I thought I had some really comfy sheets at home. And yeah. When I came back, I was like, oh, no, not so great. <laughs> you can't go back. That's almost the biggest mm-hmm. problem. You can't go back. There's going to be no hotel mm-hmm. that will be able to be as comfortable <laughs> as your Cozy Earth sheets. So CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com, promo code's Kramer4. Make sure you put that, code, that promo code in for 40% off. Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Before we get to a moment in Kramer history, we got to say hello to certified fans. Uh, unfortunately, three. Sh- I'm, I'm just honestly, I don't even have it in me to fight for this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just too please much going come on. through for us three, only three certified fans. We need to keep this show going every month. Yeah. So ask your friends, ask your neighbors, ask your family, ask anyone to, to come and join us because you know, it, our, it does cost. It's our last three shows of the month. Mm-hmm. We off next week. So we only get two more times after today to kind of be like, hey, listen, we could use your your support. You know, we're not really supported by many, uh, many sponsors. And right. so most of the funding for this show does come from certified fans. 100% of that money, by the way, does go back right back into the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't keep any money for certified fans. Either it goes towards bills or it's saved for future things. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, certified Fans, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. We don't have anybody new today as of time of recording at least. So please consider giving uh, or donating and uh, yes, text fans. We'll spin the wheel. Oh, the wheel just stopped. Did you hear oh, that? It started uh-huh. and then it stopped. Uh-huh. That, that was bizarre. It literally just stopped in the middle of the spin. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Maybe one day we'll buy like a real wheel. <laughs> oh, okay. How is this happening right now? You just do you hear it ticking in the back in the very uh-huh. slow? Okay, there it goes. Okay. No reason why that should be going so slow. <laughs> okay. Um, our certified fan for today is 155. Okay. So today's show is going to be dedicated to the lovely, the wonderful 
Desiree B. Desiree B. from El Cajon, California. Desiree B. has been with us now for over two years. We're very thankful for you, Desiree. Really appreciate your continued support. This Mm -hmm. show is dedicated to you. And here is your bonus whoop. whoop. Maybe your first time, actually. Some of the early guys didn't get the whoop whoop. So this may be your first one ever. Yeah. Whoop whoop to Desiree B. So grateful for you. Thank you for being here. Please consider texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, FANS to 888-Kramer8. And until tomorrow, that's going to do it for uh, for you today, Mom. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history! Yeah, this is a moment in Kramer history. I don't know why I did the... the, the but I do. Um... Moment of Kramer History, in case you don't know, I host a radio show. I've been doing that now for about 20 years. And we look back in this segment on just wild moments that we got away. I can't believe this was a real segment. Like some of them are like, oh, this is kind of interesting to, you know, change the times or whatever. I can't believe that we had this whole conversation because let me explain this before we get into this clip. We're talking about the C word. And I'm hopefully by now you know what the C word is. I won't even use it on this podcast. I don't even, it makes me uncomfortable. But keep in mind, when I was on the radio back in 2010 in Panama City, Florida, we didn't have a dump button, okay? So that means, like, right now, for example, here in Baltimore, I am, I can hit a dump button, and anything that's said within the last 30 seconds, it will wipe it clean, right? So caller calls in, and they say a bad word, hit the dump button, it goes away. Back in Panama City, though, we didn't have that technology, we didn't have it. So can you imagine the amount of stress I was current, like constantly riding on? You can hear us like we were we were tiptoeing in this conversation with the time you were called <laughs> the C word. Before the break, we were talking about this email from a listener named Stephen who sent us this uh, this whole long drawn out spiel about how he was in a fight with his girlfriend, said you're acting like acting like a B. Right. She gets so upset. Freaks out on him. And he's saying, what? I didn't say that you were a bee. I said, you're acting like one. We said, is there a difference? Is there really a difference between the two? Uh, caller Steven actually probably makes the best point of the day. What was that? At least he didn't call her a C. That, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. No. Excuse I, that. I, I, I'm sorry, I mean, dude. There's, there's no way to get out of, of calling a woman a C. No, not at well. all. Holly, I mean, where, she got up there. So. Where do you where do you rank those between being a B and being a C? Like, if, if one is such offensive on a one to ten scale, then where's the other? Well, that's on an, a scale of its own. We always used to say that that word would shut down an amusement park if said out loud. Like, you can't really compare the two. To me, there is no worse word that you can call a woman or say in general. Like, you could say fifty of any of the other curse words you know, and that would not total the power of one C. Ooh, wow. So wow. it's like it's like it rains down nuclear bombs on you when you say the C word. <laughs> that is not a, a very commonly used word. I can't even think. Like, have you been called the uh, that that before ever in your life? The C word? Yeah, the C. No. I can't, it, it if has somebody to be ever like, did. They, oh, has no. somebody called you a B before though? Um, yeah, I'm sure I'm it's sure. happened much. I'm C, sure. You got to pull out C. Like at the worst possible time. Like that's if you're going through a divorce and you hate each other and you want nothing else to do with the person, that's when you would use the word. Or maybe somebody murdered someone. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's right. I don't Thank know. you for calling, Stephen. Good call. All right, see you. See you, man.
Can I ask a question really quick? And this just popped in my head. I know we have to do eBuzz here in a second, but I really want to ask this question. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you're not under, if you're under the age of 16, if you're under the age of 16, this is not a conversation for you. No. So, parents, turn the station. Okay. Come back here in a couple of minutes. It's gonna be good. eBuzz gonna be friendly. But I have to ask the question of why were you called the C word? Ugh. Because I feel like the only time that word should ever, I mean, it, first of all, it never should be. But I feel like it's only pulled out like in the most desperate, desperate of times, you know? Yeah, there's no there's no reason in my mind anyone should ever use that word. Some, who was it? It was like, oh, we're we just going to toss that word. I'm like, you toss that word around. 230 W I L N. 230-9456. I want to know the circumstance where you were called the C word. What, Miguel? Just makes me really nervous. Hey, Jackie. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm uh, pretty good. How are you? Good. I want you to keep this super clean, okay? Okay. <laughs> but uh, turn your radio down, number one. Turn the radio down for us. I know it's cool. You're on the radio. I can't hear you on my phone. Oh, you can't hear me. Uh-uh. Well, turn your radio down for us really quick, okay? Okay, it's all the way down. And explain to me, explain to me, when were you called and the circumstances around being called that word? Well, for my family, we're, like, really open. And me and my sister are the same way. We feel like, Holly, that is the absolute worst word that you can call somebody. Yeah. And uh, both mine and my sister's fiancés, well, it's my sister's husband now, but they both, when they get to that point where they just get so mad at us and I I have a mouth on me I like to call my fiance a lot of names when we argue and to shut me up when he gets to that point he'll say it he'll say you're being a C oh no can you think of the last argument you guys had where he called you that well um there's been uh about a month ago we got in this huge argument I told him I hated him and I didn't want anything else to do with him we have a little boy together I told him that um, I was leaving him. I was taking his son, and he was never going to see him again. Oh. And uh, he was like, you're such a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Do you feel like it was justified? Well, I mean, I don't think that he should have said it, but I was I was being a, a B at the least, you know? <laughs> On a scale I from mean, B to C, where were we? Like I said, my, we have, my family's, like, really crazy with the vulgar language. Like, we cut a lot, like... yeah. Around whenever we argue, like every other word is the F word. So, oh. how did you react to that when he called you that? Like, wh- what oh, did you I went crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I said think... words to him that I've never said to him before. Wow. It was even worse than saying I hated him. I mean, Ooh. dang, I do not want to be in that room. Man, I'm about no, to say. I'm like Ooh. nervous just thinking because I hate fights. I'm just nervous I'm thinking saying, about it's, it. It's got to be one of the worst situations of all time for anybody to pull out that, that C word. so disrespectful. You don't just pull that out in, in a simple argument, you no. know? But in that one, man, that I mean, so that may be justifiable. Taking away somebody's kid? I don't know. Well, well, we don't know his half of the story. I mean, what he did to make her that mad, I don't know. Hey, Rachel. Hey. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. Okay, so obviously it probably doesn't happen all the time, does it? Actually, it happens on a regular basis. Oh, <laughs> so ex- explain. Um, but it's not out of anger, though. Um, my best friend and I, we've, you know, we've been friends for 21 years now, and it doesn't really bother either one of us. So, you know, she'll call me up, and she's like, "What's up?" Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess we <laughs> Wow. So, so you guys use it like like it's commonplace. 
Yeah, it's, like I said, it's just, to us, it's just a word, and it's the same thing, it's just jokes, so it's not really, neither of us take offense to it. Although, there has been a couple times where I have taken offense. My boyfriend and I have been fighting, and he's been drinking, and he's used that word, although he's said that he never would, yeah. and he did. God, that's so. the worst word ever. Oh, that that's word makes me nauseous. Word ever, man. But I can imagine that y'all would just be like, hey, what's up, girl? Bloop. I'm yeah. going to start calling McGill that, I think. No, uh, I don't <laughs> want to hear it. Can I brag at myself for one second? Um, I just found out that I am the proud recipient. Well, not really. I'm nominated, I should say, for um, – I'm not – let me rephrase this. I just found out that the radio station that I work for that I've been busting my ass for for the last two years just got nominated for a Marconi Award, and that's really exciting. I've never been – I've never worked at a station that got nominated for Marconi. Um that's just like the, you know, excellence in whatever the field you're in. That's like ours is like the Marconi Award. So uh, I'm excited about that. We're up against five other radio stations, so we'll see. I think that the awards are in October. So anyway, just want to brag about myself. Find a reason to brag about yourself today. Every now and then it feels good. Don't be cocky, but be, be proud of yourself. Was that cocky? I don't think so. All right. See you tomorrow with a brand new Ask My Mom. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.